Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and blessings and welcome to another installment of the Gist of Freedom and State. This show is produced by acclaimed historian, educator, and author Leslie Gist and serves as our weekly live online discussion to celebrate the African-American experience by honoring all the people past and present, black and white, who with faith and focus are preserving our rich history through literature, the arts, the skilled trades, and the humanities. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we'd love you to be a part of tonight's discussion by calling in with your comments or questions to 347 324 Good evening. You're listening to the Just the Freedom radio station, and I'm your host for tonight, Rodney. Uh, we have a special guest on, Dai Wu from Brother Man Comics, who will be discussing some details about it. Are you on the line? Yes, sir, I am on. Hi, good evening. How are you tonight? I'm good. Good. And I'm, I'm really happy. I'm sorry. Oh, now I say I'm also going to be joined by my brother Guy. He he'll be calling in. He's a writer, a brother man comics, and my colleague Brian McGee, who's the colorist. They should be calling in soon too. Are uh, you on hey, the buddy, line? I'm on, okay. How are you, Guy? Good evening. Good. Doing very well. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you very much. Also. So I just want to have to have you on the line. I just want to get our listening audience give you a – is Brian on the line? Can you hear me? Yeah, Brian. Yes. Hello. Hi. Good evening, yes. Brian. Hello. Thank you for having yes. me. Welcome, everyone. You're welcome yeah. very much. Um, I just want to get the audience, our listening audience, to just give us a little overview and a background on Brother Man's comment. And the guy in your fundraising activities. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll go ahead and start, and I'll talk about the, I'll talk about the comic, and then I'll let uh, Dawood uh, then bleed in with um, the uh, the campaign, and then we'll we'll also weave Brian uh, Brian into the conversation as well. But just an overview. Um, uh, my brother and I have been working on the Brother Man comics since uh, 1990 when we first launched it at the New York uh, Black Expo. And the Brother Man comics is a story of a, uh, uh, it's a you know comic book, a, a book attorney who has just realized he has to do something more to, to fight the crime inside his city, which is Big City. And since we started our uh, comic book back in 1990, you know, we have we have sold uh, upwards of a million comics. We have you know, raised a number of fans all across the country as well as around the world. I think we had a very strong impact on the uh, the new age of, of black comics, and, and we're very happy to see people, you know, taking their talents and, and realizing that there's not just one way to uh, display, put your talents on display, as well as to be entrepreneurs. And so that is the re- that's the, the broad story of, of Brother Man, and now we're at this point where we are uh, developing and getting ready to launch our graphic novel called Brother Man Revelation, which tells the full origin of of brother of brother man and um we we are now in the midst of a campaign to 
to uh, solicit the funds to 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 get the book out into the ma- to the market into the masses, uh, a book that people have been uh, craving for quite some time. Hey, thank you. Um, how did you feel as far as, uh, I guess I'd say, what was the need for the necessities that you felt, you know, compelled to write your, your, your comics for our young audience? Sure. Um, I, I'll give my perspective and then I'll have, a, you know, everyone else join in. When we, um, the comic book came about, you know, kind of by, by accident, um, we were getting ready for the black, so Dawood, he'll, he'll probably share this later, he was, he was doing airbrushing, had an airbrushing shirt um, in uh, in New Jersey, and we were getting ready for the Black Expo, and we are preparing to make a uh, uh, like an advertisement for our booth. And if you go to a lot of those big fairs and, and conventions, people hand you flyers left and right, and, you know, for a lot of them they end up in the trash or they end up in a bag and you never look at it. And we wanted to make something that was kind of unique that drew people to our booth, or at least kept the idea in their heads after they left the uh, convention. And we thought about making a, uh, like a little two-page, you know, multi-panel, you know, it'd be like a very mini, mini, mini comic book, but just led to, to our booth. But um, my brothers, Jason and Dawood, uh, they were living in New Jersey. I was living in Delaware. Uh, they got the idea we should uh, make a comic book. Dawood had a character in his sketchbook, and he contacted me, and we got together formulated a story and in a couple of weeks we had the story together and in a month's time or so uh, we had the books uh, ready and we went to the Black Expo not knowing what to expect because you know this was something that was new to us but while we didn't know what to expect from the market we knew what we would expect from ourselves and we knew that if it was something that we liked and we put our talents into it then we knew that people would recognize it and we we knew people would like it, but, you know, moving, you know, thousands of books, you know, that was an eye-opener that we had something that, that was of value and, and had some marketability. Go ahead, Dawood. Yeah, um, yeah, because like Guy was saying, um, throughout the, say like from uh, 1984 up to 89, um, I started off airbrushing T-shirts at the mall, at the Gallery Mall in Philadelphia, which is the big uh, mall downtown Philly. <clears throat> and um, I kind of built a citywide reputation doing that among my peers. And when uh, 1989 rolled around, the Black Expo started, you know, the idea of doing a comic book just seemed like something that would be quite unique. I knew very few people that did comics with the exception of a friend of mine named Reggie Byers who had a, a comic company. And, you know, he kind of, gave me some tips and pointers. So what me and my brothers did, we kind of ran with that basic knowledge and we said, hey, well, you know, let's let's do our own thing and, and take it in this direction. And I think from our perspective, just looking at the market, we knew that there, were, there was close to uh, no representation of characters that look like us. And if they did look like us, were they owned by us? Because we were really coming from that whole perspective, of not just creating uh, black characters, but owning and operating what we do. You know, that's the home that we grew up in. That's how things were cultivated in in our history. So it was kind of like, you know, just a natural step to create something that we own and operate that advances 
the you know the things that we would like to see out there because we know there was a plethora of of other heroes for people to collect because you know I, I I collected them myself when I was younger and I said okay now it's time for me to put out something that tells a story from another another perspective and it worked. Now how does uh, how does your character uh, I guess you could say compare and contrast to traditional uh, comic figures of, of the past? You know I would say there there there's, there can be some comparison as well as uh, some strong uniqueness. Uh, the comparison-wise, you know, I think if, if people are into comic books or at least you, you understand the comic book genre, you know, it, it, there's, a, you know there's a main figure that, that, that wants to affect something, and they know I can't do it in my, in my normal way, so they put on a costume. Because Brother Man, when, he, when Antonio Valor, who was the uh, attorney, and I, you know, it's easy to say by day, even though it doesn't, he doesn't always operate like that. But he, you know, he he dons the costume when he feels that's the time. So I would say that that's the similarity that that you don't have to sell that idea too much on people because they understand that. I think what makes it unique is that it is in a world that, you know, I would say people of our particular culture or people that enjoy the African American culture can look at, and you can say, wow, you know, there's things in this this story and this environment and the language that the the characters are using, I can I can uh, appreciate and I can relate to, um, and it, so it it really does affect a lot of your sensories just beyond looking at pictures and seeing a fist hit a jaw and a, there's a bubble that says pow or zap. You know, it really goes much beyond that. And then I think also there's a a, a level of ownership. You know, a lot of fans just. They take ownership that they are a part of of Brother Man, uh, and they feel like you know they they're connected to it. And I think sometimes you know I might like you know uh, an, another comic book, but I don't think I'm connected to it. I'm just enjoying it, and that's okay. You can enjoy something without feeling a connection. But I think people when they come and talk to us and they say how it impacts their their kids, how it impacts them. How it encourages them either to to read, to to want to read more, to to be more creative. You know, we're we're some young entrepreneurs. It makes them want to be young entrepreneurs. It, 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 I'm always pleased when someone says, "You know what? I can do that too," because I don't look at that as as competition. Because we're supposed to be, you know, uh, as as we grow up, we're supposed to be raising each other up. So if if our talent makes somebody want to step out and and do something that's going to help their expression or help benefit them, you know, that's, that's all the better. So I'll say that's the unique part to, um, to, our, to, to our product, Brother Man. That's excellent. Now, uh, what type of uh, age groups are you uh, trying to reach out to? Um, well, Brother Man is, I would say, like um, preteens to adults, but we always stress family entertainment. So it's something where, you know, you can you can leave it on the dinner table or, you know, say if you left it anywhere around the house, you don't have to you know, you don't have to feel like you got to hide it cuz there's nothing in there that we feel so um is going to be uh uh distasteful for children and at the same time for adults, they don't feel like it's too juvenile. So I think if you look at like a lot of action action hero stories in general, you know, a lot of 
you have even like with Spider Man, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, you know, they go hard with the action but they don't do gratuitous violence. And I I would say yeah. Brother Man is, is kinda on that level even though I don't even think we, we go as hard with that type of violence, but what we do we deal with like action and, and I think Brother Man is kinda more of uh I would look at more like a, a a serial, like a story where people are being enthralled by the characters and you're following the 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 you know we 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 build up to the action as opposed to it's just all about action with very little character development. So um so I say you know general general entertainment because our thing was we wanted the family to be able to come together during in our entertainment products as opposed to separate you know, it's just for kids or it's just for adults. And that's for this particular project. Yes. And uh, tell our audience a little bit about your uh, your fundraising activities and what you seek to accomplish through the fundraising activities. Well, what we're, we're trying to do now is um, we – well, actually, we're trying to do we, – we have been working on this, I would say, really more than six years now, off and on, because it's been, um, been a labor of love for all of us. And the the graphic novel – is called Brother Man Revelation, which actually picks up where the original series left off 18 years ago because the book ended on a cliffhanger uh, when we had to disband our company years ago, but that was due to uh, death in the family uh, of our parents. We were much younger back then, so being a family business, it impacted us in a lot of different ways, and that impacted the, the growth of the intellectual property, Brother Man. It was, the book never fell off it really pretty much just stopped while fans were still looking for it. And it ended on a cliffhanger where we were telling the origin of Brother Man. So for years, people were saying, hey, what happened next? So this has been like a very highly anticipated book that I didn't even think would be 18 years. I, I figured we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get it out next year. Next, you know, next year goes by, the next year goes by, and you're looking at 14, 15 years. So when we started the comeback on the book a couple years ago, uh, my friend Brian, who's on the phone now, uh, he and I met while I was working at Turner Studios here in Atlanta, and Brian was at Cartoon Network. And we kind of just bumped into each other, and we admired each other's um, skill sets. And, and we found out later in the back of, back of our minds, we both wanted to work with each other. And Brian had something to offer, and it was the type of assistance that I needed, and vice versa. So Brian came into the fold to help. Uh, resurrect this book and bring it to life by um, doing bring his his skill set of, of coloring, even though he does a lot more than coloring. So um, now we we we've been working on this book, but like I said, we've been doing it on our own dollar, depleting ourselves on this book. But it, it's worth it. You know, the book looks great so far. But we said, well, you know, we need to basically campaign so we can really get this book done this year. We want to have it out by the fall of this year. And it's 100 pages. It's the first full-color Brother Man graphic novel, and it's book one of three books because the actual story is 300 pages long. So we had to break it into three books because it's like we're illustrating a movie. So we said with the proper financing, uh, we can continue to work on the book without having to do freelance jobs, um, because there's still a lot of a lot of work that has to be uh, put into the book, pretty much around the clock. Then we want to have a proper uh, promotion and distribution campaign because what happens is, you know, a lot of people they can get a book done, 
but then it's sitting on the shelves because nobody knows about it. They don't have an advertising, advertisement or a promotional campaign budget. And we said for this one, we need to we need to do it right because the fans have been waiting for 18 years. We don't want to come out, you know, on the okie doke. We want people to to see that hey, we we have advanced. We have we have uh, built some solidarity out of this, and and also the printing. The printing on a book like this is uh, rather expensive, and being that we have a, a a large fan base from the past, we're going to have to run a a, a lot of product. Um, in order to fulfill those those fans who are uh, in need of the book. Now, are, are you principally involved with the uh, marketing, or do you have others that are involved with the uh, marketing of the, of the book in terms of the uh, contribution, the campaign contributions, and setting up promotions and things of that of that nature? Who's in charge of that, or are you seeking that also? Um, well, actually, the thing is, if if we get the financing as we need, that's that's part of the um, what a lot of it is set aside for is a marketing promotional campaign that we can um, you know bring in the proper people. We also want to update our websites and you know get the top get the best people that we know of who can dedicate their time to give us the best work. That way we can also continue on the production of the book without having to stop and wear all the hats. Because over the years, you know, uh, and I'll speak for myself, you know, I've worn a, lot of, worn a lot of hats driving around the country, promoting the book, distributing the book. Um, my brothers, my brother Jason and my brother Guy, and even Brian coming on board now, he's wearing a lot of, a lot of hats just out the gate. And, um, and that's because, you know, when you don't really have the financing, and you want something to happen, you just fill the shoes that need to be filled. But uh, we get everything done the, the way that we need to do it. Not only does it amplify the quality of the product, we create jobs. And, you know, that's what we've been looking forward to is creating jobs for there's a lot of talented artists out here, graphic designers, promoters, who are looking for work. Some people are getting laid off, but they have skills, and, and, and we'd like to scoop them up. You know, but in order to do that, you know, we need to have the right resources in our hands so we can put it in their hands. Yes. Now, would you like to tell us about some of that? You mentioned some about the, uh, the events that you've been going through and promoting the book. Could you tell us an audience about a little bit about your different ventures that you've been going around and promoting? Most popular type of events, memorable events that you have done with the project. Yeah, yeah, Brian, you want to touch on something? Uh, well, you, I thought I'd, I'd give you an opportunity to to talk about Monster, um, which is the release coming up this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, as far as the events, yeah, because there, there's another graphic novel that that's dropping this year that uh, my brother Guy and I worked on called Monster, and that's by um, a well-renowned author the late Walter Dean Myers, who, who recently passed away. So this is uh, pretty much like his, his last publication, and that will be coming out in October. Um, so we're, we're actually looking forward to the, to the release of that um, through HarperCollins Publishing and through our own publication, Big City Entertainment and BCE Presswork. We have been um, promoting Brother Man, uh, art exhibitions. So basically, it, it we had six different art exhibitions 
from Atlanta to Virginia Tech, Harlem, New York. Um, wow, a couple, a couple other locations in uh, Atlanta, and these shows basically put the original artwork from the Brother Man comics dating all the way back to 1990 on display. So people can come to the show; they can see the original mm-hmm. pages. Um, we had like giant characters, standy cutouts, and and um, also a lot of the music that we created that 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 built the atmosphere to the book to the um, to the publication. And I think right now we haven't really been doing too many um, events because we've been focusing on getting the publication completed. The next event that we will be at is the. Uh, East Coast Black Age of Comics Conventions in Philadelphia. So that's coming up in May. And um, so my brother Guy and I will be there at the Enterprise Center in West Philadelphia. And that's uh, May 15th. May 15th, that's very good. Excuse me a moment. So I wanted to hear from Brian a little bit. I want to hear a little bit about the collaboration that you have with uh, Brian and how his contributions work with uh, the brother, brother, um, brother man's comics. Okay, um, my um, my background is in uh, storyboarding and in character design and <clears throat> and just basic uh, illustration. And um, I I br- what I the energy that I bring to the table is that of a fan first because I discovered the the uh comic book Brother Man in the mid early mid nineties and it came at a point in my career where I was just about to go off into the the majors. I was going to get a job with Disney. I was going to relocate from New York to California <clears throat> and until that time I hadn't seen anything in comics quite like what I saw in the pages of Brother Man. And it was something, like like I said earlier, it was something that uh, I took ownership of. It, it affected me in such a way that I felt I can relate to this like unlike any other comic book. I can't really, I love comics. I've always loved comics, but I never, you know, I never really was dedicated to being a comic book artist in any way. Uh, I was just able to appreciate the art for what it was, really, the art and the storytelling. And um, having had some experience in the film industry and working uh, in for for companies like Warner Brothers and <clears throat> Sony Entertainment and Disney, I thought I'd had uh, amassed uh, enough of enough experience where I could confidently. Uh, Produce something towards that that level that I saw in Brother Man, and uh, I got the opportunity to work for Cartoon Network in 2004, I believe it was. And a friend of mine had, you know, given me notice that this is where the creator, one of the creators, had uh, worked, and I took it upon myself to, meet, you know, to meet the brother, and we connected. And after some time, I. Uh, inquired about the possibility of resurrecting this highly anticipated uh, story that hadn't been finished being told. And I thought, wow, would it, would, how great would it be 
to be a part of a project like that, that A, fulfilled our need for uh, positive imagery of our men and our families in general. I mean, that's, there's, a, there's a huge vacuum, um, and I, I'm sure everyone will agree, a huge vacuum of uh, positive imagery for us uh, in, in, in media. Because, you know, obviously we don't own the media most of the time, and those who do, it's not, you know, it's not, it wouldn't behoove them to, uh, uh, to, to show us in a positive light necessarily. Uh, it's not their job to, it's ours. So, you know, but, uh, big city entertainment uh, ethos uh, falls in line with that moral where we feel that we have to take action and take responsibility. And um, fortunately that, what I see so far in the production of this graphic novel that we're working on that we are also trying to get funded is that it has all of those elements that we had hoped and will have all of those elements that people will be, uh, are eager to see in imagery and comic books. Now, what will be your overall, uh, projected goal that you would like to see come out of the uh, contribution? Well, personally, uh, to me, um, the, the uh, initially it would be the the completion and release and successful release of Brother Man Revelation Book 1. But what we have been building over the 25 years, it has been more than just comic books. So your contributions are doing more than just making a comic book. It's helping to uh, carve out an institution that be, is beginning with the, this vanguard uh, character. So basically, it, it's like the the Mickey Mouse to Disneyland, you know. But when you're in the process, when you're living the history, you don't see all of the Disneyland. You just see that first character because that's the focus. And that first character has to be successful in order to open the doors for all the other things to come because we have a plethora of of concepts and ideas. And um, so once we get the first book out and the book becomes successful, we can then roll right into uh, Revelation Book 2, then Revelation Book 3, which closes out the origin and shows people this whole theatrical journey. Then from there, there's, there's just so many spinoffs from the Brother Man series because the universe that we're creating in Big City is so huge. Um, we want to be able to uh, get our own uh, space, working facility, um, so we can eventually, you know, hire more interns and other people to come work alongside of us, uh, cultivate more artists, and develop more stories. And we also do um, film projects as well. My son is a, a filmmaker. He he actually did the promotional video um, that you will see when you go to our, our campaign page. He shot it, edited the special effects and everything. He's only 24 years old, but he has a, he has a team of creative young people and we have a, a a team of of gentlemen that and and ladies that we roll with who are very creative. And so, basically, we already have the production team. We just don't have the capital to 
bring everybody together where we're doing this every day and showing the world what we have the ability to create. So basically we're doing more than just making a comic book. The comic book is just the vanguard. It's just basically kicking open the door for the floodgates of creativity of what we plan to do. Uh, and I wouldn't say far down the line. We, we, we can do this as early as the end of the year into next year with the proper financing. Yes, I know you mentioned earlier about you know you wanted to uh, create jobs and all, and I you know I thought that was interesting. I think that you know it's kind of necessity, and I wanted to understand if you had any kind of um, any kind of outreach that was going on with like the lower grades, maybe like at high school levels that have inspired people to follow in your you know the legacies and stuff that you're setting forth right now. Do you have any partnerships or anything, or do you look to have any partnerships with any programs that are like in high schools or lower grades to foster this type of um, careers? Yes, actually, um, I'm, I'm, I do a lot of uh, work with uh, the Boys and Girls Club here in Atlanta. Uh, actually, they hosted one of the Brother Man art exhibitions. And then I've also uh, taught um, sequential art classes, art workshops with them, and um, there's a, a, a program in Washington, D.C. called Uplift, where right now I'm doing um, uh, virtual classes for little children where I teach them how to, to make comic books. And I just do that from my home. Um, and I'm also affiliated with, you know, actually quite a, quite a few groups and libraries, even the Auburn Avenue Research Library, where we do things down there with a lot of uh, the youth through different programs. And the great thing about Big City is that there's a history behind it where we're not talking about what we could do. People can research and Google Brother Man and and even talk to people who've grown up on Brother Man. So basically, we, we're we working with children now, but we've worked with children 20 years ago who are now adults working professionally in the field who credit Brother Man and the works of Big City Entertainment and, you know, uh, my brother and I, and now even Brian on board, there's there's so many people who, who have stories and testimonials of how what we have done has changed their life and impacted their life. And it's not just necessarily just by drawing. There's people who say, yeah, I, I've gotten out of gangs because, because of your book. I learned how to read because of your book. I've gotten closer to my family because of your book. Um, I mean, I, I have so many stories. One brother told me when... Um, uh, when his house flooded in uh, Katrina, he went back there and he said his brother man comments were still in plastic. And he said that's what he was looking for. I, I was kind of blown away from that with that, but that shows the value that people put on it, that it meant that much to people that we said we that the return of brother man is going to do that much more because we did that back when nobody really knew us and it made that type yes. of impact. Now people have grown up on it and we're coming back, and like Brian said, Brian has worked um, for major companies where he's he picked up the tools tools of the trade, and I've done so as well. You know, I received the Emmy Award working on uh, various projects. Um, I've I've had studio production um, uh, experience in Los Angeles and New York. So I worked on Broadway and Hollywood Boulevard. 
But I, I knew that that's not ultimately where I wanted to be. I looked at it as school, getting paid to go to school. I just want to learn how do y'all do it. But I was working on a number one show for Nickelodeon at one time, and I, you know, I just felt, okay, I learned what I need to learn. I walked away from it and came to Atlanta because I said, I want to build from the ground up and build something for kids like me because I felt like kids like me need me. That's what I'm here for to produce something for them. So Brother Man is not necessarily for me to create something for me. It's for me to leave something so they could say, hey, Daoud Anyabwile and the Big City team, they fought for us. You know, they left us something. So that's what's in my mind when I create as opposed to just trying to be the best artist. You know, I try to be the best artist to give the best quality, but not out of ego to say I'm better than somebody. It's just to... To to um, be able to set an example to inspire others to to be better than me, you you, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Now before, uh, before we uh, wrap up tonight, uh, give us uh, some information for our listening audience on how they can uh, contact Big, Big City Entertainment. Do you have any web pages, uh, contact information, and you know just put that information out, out there for our audience, sure. phone numbers, and any other information that you. Uh, uh, deemed to be pertinent. Okay. Well, if you go to the 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 main site, which is brothermancomics.com, so that's b r o t h e r m a n c o m i c s dot com. The opening page there has a link to the uh, the Brotherman Revelation campaign. It's right there on the page, so you really can't miss it. Um, there's also information to you know our past comic books, the classic series. And then there's also uh, BCE Pressworks. Uh, that's that's Big City Entertainment Pressworks, but you, it's spelled out B-C-E, uh, P-R-E-S-S-W-O-R-K-S, and that's our book publishing division where uh, Guy – well, Guy, you want to tell them a little about that? and then Sure. Uh, Just real quick. Uh, we also have, in addition to the Brother Man books, we have the Duke Denim, the, the Cold Hard Cases of Duke Denim. This is a uh, novel uh, series that follows uh, Duke Denim, who is a private detective. So if you like uh, more of the detective series style work, uh, that's what that series is. And it ties, that also helps to tie in um, the, the classic Brother Man uh, stories with the graphic novel. So we're, we're trying to tie all our products together. Oh, very good. Um, well, I want to thank you for being guests on our show from Gist of Freedom is uh, this, this radio program tonight. And, you know, we look forward to supporting your efforts and your ventures, and we hope that you would keep us abreast of, of any, uh, you know, progress that you're making in your endeavors. All right. Well, okay. thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen, and you have a good night, and you're welcome all the time, and we'll be in contact. All right. All thank right. you. Good night. All right. Good night. Mm-hmm.